The mares in black celebrate diversity, inclusion, equity, and respect in the model horse hobby. In upholding the stories and accomplishments featuring people of color, the LGBTQIA community, people with disabilities, and other systemically oppressed populations, we seek to strengthen our community through empathy and understanding. Different perspectives and experiences make this hobby a richer place. everybody this is heather with the mirrors of black and we are back again can you believe it this is uh episode uh 109 um and on this show we have the identify your briar crew here to tell us all about what's going on with um the website and uh what they do and their vision for the future so uh we have steph m steph v and alita here say hi everybody hi hi so they're going to go through the news with us and then we'll have an interview and uh, that's when we'll get to know them in uh, ad nauseum, if you will. Yeah. So how's it been going, Jackie? Oh, it's been going great. Uh, this past weekend, I just got done with New York City Comic Con or New York Comic Con. It was awesome. I had four days of a lot of fun. Uh, I made a bunch of connections, which was great. Uh, I, I saw got, the pictures. They were yeah, dope. I got, yeah, it's, I took a bunch of cool pictures. Um, I had a pro shoot on Thursday. I already got those pictures back like late last night. So I'm, and they came out well. I'm happy with they did. Um, I did two other kind of like not planned shoots, but with like people who are like their, their editing is really, really awesome. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they do, but I, those I expect are going to be weeks down the line. Right. But, but I'm very, I got some good pictures. It's, it's con season. So I'm like off at a con like every weekend for like the next three weeks. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. Good time. You? Now, what are you up to, Heather? I have been sick. That sucks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've been working and I have been sick. I'm trying to think of what I did this weekend. I think nothing. <laughs> well, I don't know what to Huzzah! say. Huzzah! <laughs> I have fun um, for you. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> Josh's mom is here. It was Josh's birthday oh, yeah. on Friday. Um, and we're going to cast a Benita tomorrow for his birthday because I got nice. again. Awesome. Like, I can't win a Briar freaking raffle model to save my life, but I can get drawn for cast Benita. Well, you better get cooking for like March <laughs> is all I'm going to say. Oh, uh, hopefully I'm hoping that they will have the restaurant open full time by then. I mean, I don't yeah. know how long this invitation thing is going to go on. I feel like, you know, the staff it's been a while, yeah. the staff should know by now how how it's going. But we'll see, because I really want to take everybody to it at Briar West. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, mess. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I know. Good. We need your I, nag rags, feature work, and uh, any interesting model horse tidbits for social media that you want to share with us. Really, uh, really, really need them. I don't actually. I should go on Instagram and and beg because that yes, usually gets me something. I will do that perhaps right now. Um, beg the patrons too. Yes. Well, I like to save the patrons for like the last minute, but. Anyway, continue on. I will go send. Uh, so you can you can email any of those things to uh, Jackie at mirrorsandblack.com. She has her own special uh, little email box. My so special little because box. she is our social media maven. Um, 
And we really, I think what we're really looking for is um, new artists, people working on stuff, um, really anything. But um, Nagbrags. 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 Like if you have a win or you get a new horse that you're really excited about, we'd like to hear about that too. So yeah, so give Jack. Yeah, Nagbrag can really be anything, anything you want to share. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be horsey. Well, horsey adjacent. No, I prefer it to be. We don't want it to be a sales thing. No, no sales stuff. We're not, we're, yeah, no sales stuff. Uh, new countries, zero, after our record after. seven last time. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of, that was a lot of countries. It was, time. and it took me forever to track down because the way Simplecast works, they don't give me a date for an, a new country enters. Yeah. So, um. So did you track them all down? I did. You did. Except for one, I couldn't figure out the seventh one, but I got six of them. Nice. I still can't figure out Belarus. Like, who the hell is yes. listening to us That's in Belarus? So the heck went to Belarus? <laughs> I mean, it could be a model horse artist in Belarus, but. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's conceivable, but it's weird. And as we said, uh, we've got uh, the ID, uh, ID or Briar, IDB, what? IDYB crew here. Like I keep wanting to say INDB, you guys. I'm really sorry. Yeah, uh, we're not famous. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guys that upkeep that site probably aren't either. So, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back with the news. The mayors in black would like to thank our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, Ann Field, Ann Hudson, Atticus Jolly, Beth McCarley. Bree Cundiff, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Cynthia Wyatt Briley, Sarah Marlowe, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Gail Berg, Grace Bachism, Grace Walmer, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Jamie Rote, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, Julie Ward, Karen Beeson, Kate Dwyer, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Carrie Gervin Johnson, Kira Matrajek, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Madison Parkinson, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Melissa Addison, Melissa Loritzen, Rebecca Wilson, Robbie Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susie Graham, Tegan Davis, Teresa Bazell, and Tiffany Bright. The mayors, thank you. All right, we're back with the news. 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 We're going to start out with Mayors and Black News because it's our podcast and we abuse our power every chance we get. <laughs> uh, you, as you may know, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash mayors and black. Yeah, if you search Mares in Black or Model Horse Podcast, I guarantee you we will show up. So come join us. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Um, they recently redid the whole website. So I'm looking at it for the first time going, oh, this is different. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it's fun. Come hang. There's also a new feature that is like you can be a part of, you can try out the patron experience for a week mm -hmm. um so we have had a few oh, people do go. that one people one person signed up so if you're interested in just seeing what it's all about 
you can sign up as a free, I don't know what you're going to see as a free person. Um, I don't know what yeah. tier you get when you sign up as a free person, but, uh, you know, give it a shot if you're interested. Hmm. Also for our patrons, we're doing an MIB calendar. So, uh, if oh, you're yeah. interested, you can also join and submit some horses for our calendar. We're going to do a digital and a print version. The digital version will be free print version. will just be, you know, to recoup the printing costs. Yeah. So It'll those are awesome. due by November 15th, patrons. Get on it. Yeah. All right. That's that's all our news. Moving on to NAMSA. It appears there is going to be a 2024 NAN. They put out a call for uh, a chair recently. Or two. <laughs> or two. <laughs> two is better. Honestly, if you have a friend you want to hold, hold NAN with, it's one. I, it, I, I don't believe it's a one-person job anymore. They yeah. just look great. Um, but uh, grab your friend bestie and uh, go do it. That is not going to include us. But uh, <laughs> go grab your friends and put together. And that's all we know. Because my guess is they got to find themselves a chair first and uh, go from there. Yeah, I mean, I assume they're going to have it. This is for Kentucky again. So yeah. Um. So they won't be um doing the whole bid thing for for. I would be shocked if we ever saw a bid process again. I would too, because there's, I'm going to put that out there because it yeah. was a pain. It was a pain in the hindquarters before. And it's I also, really it's not really financially now. smart. Well, that never point. stopped us. That's a whole other tangent. <laughs> We're not going to go down because I could roll for an hour by myself. <laughs> and everyone's heard it and no one wants it recorded. Anyway. I know. We're just repeating ourselves at this point. I know. I have a lot of thoughts. Anyway, anyway, if you want to, if you want to experience the Nan hair pulling experience and be a chair, Go please have it. please have a little bit of live show experience yeah. Bring, before this. Well, I mean, Eleanor didn't have any, but you did, right? yeah. Um, but you, ha- it helps too if you have like really good organizational skills and just like no, have a vision. I don't know what else to say. Have a vision. Know what you want to have done. Don't go in there and go like, "Hey guys, what are we doing?" It helps if you're like. Here's where I was going to go. Um, and then, you know, be persuasive. Anyway, that's all I got. Yep. Yep. On to Briar. On to Briar. A uh, bunch of Briar news because always um, <laughs> we're already heading into Briar Fest announcement season in like two months. I'm terrified. I know. Um, but Heather, what is the first item on, on the agenda here? So since I'm running, running Briar West now, I'm yeah. going to beat it to death. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> What's there uh, for? I I am t- I am technically the show manager. I'm holding the uh, the open show and the youth show on behalf of Briar. Um, it will be March 15th through 17th at um, the Western uh, Stock Center in Denver. Um, we are excited to uh, welcome. I have the judges staffed. I have most of the staff done. Those announcements will be forthcoming, and I am excited to to work with Briar and Cat McDermott. So save the date. <laughs> I'm excited to come out there and be whatever role I can be in, whether that's just annoying or actually work. You have you have roles. I know. They weren't officially announced yet, so I didn't want to like <laughs> say anything. Anyway. But, but she'll probably be dressed up for one of them. Maybe both of I them. Who knows? Probably will be. <laughs> I mean in in her elf suit. In my elf suit. We have to. We'll discuss that later because that, that there's logistics involved. In that. Right. 
Like, oh my gosh. So, with much screaming and anticipation, Kylie Parks's uh, Premier Club reveal was today the third. My God, the third piece in uh, the third piece in uh, the Premier Club uh, set of three this year. Um, it was a Vanner Marinfall, which I think we all kind of suspected a drafty sort from previews. Um, He's and cute, man. They had the full. I just want to smooch on the face forever. I will smooch both of them at the same time. Um, the the I saw the unboxing that Infinity Briars did today. So she had the actual plastic in her hands really and they looked amazing they looked really she did close-ups they looked so good the the dappling looked really good the the markings were crisp they were gorgeous so i'm very very excited about this yeah they look really good and then the market's gonna be flooded with cms of them and we're all gonna die (laughs) (laughs) what did you guys think of them pretty much they're coming on my shelf and they're staying there. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. I think I need to start making shelf space as well. Right. Uh-huh. Kylie always hits it out of the park. I love her really her style. They're really so. hitting it with the drafts. I know. I know. Well, I mean, people like the drafts. Why not? <laughs> Speaking of drafts, the 2024 Collectors Club stable mate. Is a shrunken winter song. I heard people scream across the country. I was like, what is that? There sound? was a disturbance in the forest. There really from Tennessee was. <laughs> and Heather Jackson Lane for sure. He cried. It's great. <laughs> I found it really funny because everyone was like freaking out over the small one. And then everyone completely didn't realize there was also a traditional. I know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that either. Like, oh. I I was looking at I was like oh, so is there a big banana loop one and which one is which color like because it was kind of vague I had to like look at it a couple of times so so funny mini winter song is going to be adorable oh, that is going to be adorable okay I can't wait for the day when they just have their entire lineup shrunk I'll just uh, uh, I gotta go to some other I gotta go lay down hang on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> running bear, running bear. Oh, stop, stop. Don't torture oh, me. Oh, gosh, don't do that to me. <laughs> don't do I that to me. The shells I, them. See, I see those winter songs behind you, too, Alita. Yeah, there's, there's a few of them, so I'm a little worried about shelf space now. <laughs> um, so the, they're starting to advertise the Christmas stuff. I wanted in to particular to talk about um, Al, the Aldo Christmas ornament, which is a sculpt by our friend Karen uh, Gerhardt. And uh, she didn't know how it was going to be utilized, and he showed up as a Christmas ornament. Um, he was originally sculpted as a classic, so she mm-hmm. said, everybody buy him so we can get a bigger version. <laughs> He's a nice little He is a nice little horse. She does a lot, do a lot of standing, like, no. Four stop, four square stops. He's really cool. He's really cool. Uh, uh, Ber- Berkey also went out, who is the the Stablemate Club Gambler's Choice. Um, there were four colors to choose from. I got mm. the the rainbow splatter. Oh, that's the one I wanted. I so got this. Cute. I got the the black splash. The splash is pretty. They were all pretty. Yeah, I like the bay is also very nice. Um, so I haven't. 
100% committed to keeping the splash. So I still have packaging and anything. In case anybody hearing this would like to trade for the <laughs> bay or the decorator, let's talk. <laughs> what did you guys get? Did you guys get one? I don't get Got mine till December. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because the Canadian international shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Bummer. Mm-mm-mm. All the trades have already done. On to stone. On to stone. So we got a calendar of events for stone. Um, oh, we did. Look at that. Linda Stevens Hamill. It looks like she took over from, she's been doing the majority of the posting now. So I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess uh, Amy stepped back. Um, so we just want to run through uh, this real quick. And we have a link to all this stuff on the on the blog when we release the show. Um, so we got uh, October 2nd is Design a Horse. Design a Horse is also October 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, October 20th is a literature series. We like to talk about the literature series because it's cool. They're mm-hmm. doing the Canterville Ghost um october 25th is a coloring contest entries october 25th is also the arab chip costume contest entry deadline um and then october 29th is moonlight madness which is their big uh sale and social halloween dealy um and then the rest is um design a horse november 1st and 10th the loyalty relief release is November 17th. And then November 24th is another literature series release, The Time Machine. So it's about a month's worth of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not terrible. Good times. Good times, Good times. Good times. Stone. So Copper Fox. I'm so confused what's going on with Copper Fox. <laughs> um, so, so they have a bunch of clearware that are like apple themed clearware so they're yeah. kind of like shades of they kind of go from a gradient of like red to or like reds to yellow to green so kind of like you know all those nice apple colors they specifically shout out the macintosh john gold and granny smith apples yeah um so these are available or they will be available on october 21st limited numbers um, it looks like they are in at least like a stable mini scale and kind of a micro-ish scale. Yeah. They are clear resin and finished with UV high gloss sealer. Um, they do look very pretty. Um, they are pretty. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how many there are. They don't say that. Um, yeah, and it also says we had a slur post of models here that yeah. we've been clearing out from the studio in order to wind down operations. But so. I don't believe we've ever seen these, have we? No, I don't think okay. so. I don't. I, I don't have think so it. either. So, but they're super cool mysteries. They kind of look like gummy bears. They do. They look like a candy, which is bad for those micros. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat the copper fox. Don't don't eat the <laughs> copper fox. Bad. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, moving on. My. HR Tennessee yep. Fellowship is back. We have been um, touting uh, Fellowship. Uh, it is the Sunday in Tennessee at um, HR Tennessee Studio, the Sunday before Briarfest. Um, and Nan, if it goes off, um, 
and there's studio tours and exclusive models. Um, you have to be a member of the HR Tennessee Corrupt ugh, Collectors Club to attend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be there. We'll be. We are excited. Yeah. Um, mm. so groovy. Excellent. Um, so Christina's been working on these uh custom concept models that are like one-offs, and she's got an image here of like a snowflake Appaloosa love in progress. It is heavily like heavily ticked. Thrown, yeah. Heavily ticked. It's ah, I want to fall on the floor over this horse too. Uh you have to be a member to see this, by the way. Mm. So but it's yeah, go, yummy. It'd be it's worth it just to just see this picture. <laughs> um it's it, it's beautiful. I can't wait to see when it's all fired and finished up because now it's you know it's in the underglazes which aren't the color that it's going to be. Right. Um but oh it's got stripey hooves. She's got modeled around modeling around her eye and a little bit on her lip and oh my gosh it's on the love mold by the way yes i'm sorry i thought i said that but maybe you may have i just Um, didn't hear it maybe yeah (laughs) who knows who knows anyway it's on the love it's beautiful it's a color it it looks like a color that will suit this model very nicely so there another super interesting drop was um a breakables I screamed when I Did saw you? this. I'm like, oh god damn! I have to take breakables 2024. Horses. So for those who aren't up on it, um, HR Tennessee has inherited all the legacy Hagen Reniker molds. Yeah, from Sue Nikis, um, who passed away last year, mm-hmm. I think, or year before. Um, and these were uh, the Hagen Renegers were the original uh, owners of what a lot of the stablemates and the classic racehorses are as well yeah. as the Pam and the Proud Arabian Foal um, and some other models. Um, this is the stablemate drafter you would all know him, know him as. Um, the G1 draft horse? The G1 draft horse in Palomino. Mm. And it's very cute, and I don't know what they're doing with it, but I need one. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, are they using that in lieu of medallions for champions? I don't know. But it's going to make Wouldn't me that crazy. Be interesting. If I don't get one, I'm going to die. I mean, we're all going to die, right? Eventually, yeah. yeah. I may die over this horse if I don't get. One. Oh my God, congratulations, Heather. Let me. <laughs> what if? What if they are all individual custom glazes, and that's what the championship prizes are? Oh, please stop! Die. Please don't do that. I, that's already out there. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sorry. Um, it is, Heather. I wonder if this is going to be like a release for people that enter and they can buy it. That would be better. <laughs> it would be better, but I feel it's unlikely. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, it's either Palomino or Champagne. The eyes look kind of amber, so I'm kind of on the fence about what color it is. Yeah, I, I can't tell. Anyway, it's gorgeous. And it we're excited. Gorgeous. Yes. We might have to break out the camera. Uh, finally we have uh the maureen love sketches on ebay still on sale there's a lot of people are starting to like pick them up yeah there's a lot of nice ones for now like some very nice ones that are yeah we're into round three now there have been two sets that have gone off already we're into round three and they're all just tear outs of her sketch books a lot of them have drawings on either side a lot of them resemble works that um she did for hagen Renneker and ended up in the briar line if you're interested go take a look mm. link is on the blog there's also i mean there's not there's horses but there's also 
wild birds and dogs and stuff too. So yep. nice. Amazing. All right. On to other. On to other. Do, 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 do. Starting off. Prium Miniatures. This is very, I, this is, I thought this was extremely exciting. Yes. So Priya Miniatures, which is Terry Wright up in Canada. Um, she, uh, for a while, like she'd make like traditional scale, like size furniture. I have a, a chair and a lamp that actually lights up and some tables and stuff. Um, and these things were in such, such demand that she would sell them like first come first serve. And it was very competitive and fun. Um, and she stopped doing that and she started to catalog her processes and her patterns into a guide. So she's still working on them. She also makes really nice costumes that are kind of like unusual stuff. So she's got Portuguese equitation tech and I know she does a bunch of horse archery and fantasy armor and she does uh, like wicker weave chairs that go onto mm-hmm. saddles and stuff like that. Um, and she's decided that she's going to offer these patterns and whatnot um, in a print form book that's unbound. So you can stick the sheets in however, whatever order you want and stuff like that and work with it with the book open flat. Um, so it's, there's not going to be a PDF form. It's only going to be like in a binder and sheet protectors. And that's all she said about it. She's like she's hoping to have it completed before Briarfest 2024. Um, but it depends on like her life not exploding. Um, uh, I I'm I'm very very interested in acquiring. Yeah, this book. yeah, it looks I'll very cool. That. It looks very interesting. Um, all kinds of exciting stuff. Yeah, with her book coming out and Susan Bensma Young's book coming out, it's going to be. Yeah, cool. I don't know that we have a timeline on Susan's book yet. No, she's also. still working yeah, on it, but it is coming. Yeah. H. A. Lola. So, so Lola is a uh, Josine Wingerling uh, sculpt previously done in resin, got sprung on us from Hagen, uh, Hagen Renner, horsing wow. around. Horsing uh, around always springs on us. I feel like, like they just, hey, they just kind of, they're like one day, oh, but hey, by the way, we have this now and everybody freaks out. So uh, this was done um, in uh, buckskin, in dapple gray and in a uh, nice dark Palomino sold mm. out within hours and yes. uh it's not available anymore but we have a link in the blog so you can see how pretty it is yes you could That's also get all it in custom, got it you could also get it in a custom glaze if you or you could buy a bisque or yeah um so i did not watch this video about the finding prop model horse props in taiwan so this is by select arcane andrea brigadier who is the source of many of our interesting country hits yes um so I, I, I just found out it. about this. Okay, because I, I just found out about this when you sent me the show flow. So she, um, her and her significant other went over to Taiwan for like a month, um, <laughs> and she searched. She she goes through visiting Taiwan. It's um, not just about looking for horse props. It's about find you know the kind of horse culture in that area which is mm-hmm. not as established or as robust as it is here um but she was looking for miniatures which they do have but she also talked about the country itself and trying to go to ride which is basically mm. you could get um a handheld pony ride and that's about it oh, um, wow. but it's a super cool video and she it, it's very well done and there's lots of really interesting insights about the country so mm. check it out cool i shall 
later. <laughs> and here we are with another link I did not find because uh, Tiger Eye Films, Fury and Deception, a Bloodborne AU short film now up on her YouTube channel, their YouTube channel to watch. So we're seeing the rise of Mono Horse video, Mono Horse movies like again coming back, which is exciting. I, I think yeah. that's cool. This came from Robbie. He he mm -hmm. referred this to us. I haven't had a chance to watch it, mm -hmm. but I am going to, and we are always excited for people that want to do model horse dramas. Yeah, and there's like all kinds of exciting. Um, there's a sneak peek, peek thing here too with a horse with like blood all over his face. I think that looks <laughs> very. I think it's cool. Rated so, R. Yeah. All right, that's all for the news. Quick, quick, quick. Um, and we are gonna take a break, and then we will be back with the Identifier Briar crew. Yay! Yay! The Mares in Black podcast. All right, we are back. We are here with the Identifier Briar crew. We want to uh, welcome them to the show, and thanks for coming to talk to us about what goes on at the most popular reference site in the hobby. Um, thanks for having us. Why don't you three introduce yourselves um, and tell us where you're from? Alita, Everybody you can jump on it once. Oh, <laughs> that's what I get for opening my mouth. <laughs> I'm we have two. Island. Go ahead. We have, oh. wait, we have two Stephanie's, so we'll try and keep it yeah. as less confusing as we can. <laughs> I'm Alita. I'm from Maine. I've been collecting for 40 odd years and have owned Triple Mountain model horses since 2012. Um, so I am using IDYB every single day um, and have been since the beginning. So I got to know Janice a little bit through that. And so it was kind of a nice thing to be able to take over uh, as part of the curator team after she passed to make sure that her legacy keeps on. Excellent. Uh, Stephanie B. <laughs> yeah this is when i get blank this is when i blank out i'm just like ah. well you know your oh, name you know who you are <laughs> uh so i'm up in quebec most randomest place you could probably get out of model horses and i had toy horses model horses ever since i was a kid my parents used to like the joke that i was born with a horse in my hands <laughs> and we don't have briars up here we'd get them once in a while in walmart so used to have a yearly trip we'd go down to plattsburgh but go to pony and plattsburgh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> of all places i know plattsburgh <laughs> so yeah i got myself a nice mustang collection out of that so nice nice <laughs> And I didn't know Janice as well as everybody else did. I only started talking to her a little bit before she passed because I was going through pages and like, hey, I have this horse and it doesn't actually have a picture. It only has a stock photo that doesn't actually look like the horse. So we started talking with that and that was it. And then they're just kind of like... We want to do something and actually do something properly about it. So we did. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Stephanie M. I'm from Minnesota. Said I got into model horses to be almost 50 years ago. Mm. 
Sounds like us. <laughs> Grew up on a farm in uh, rural North, North Dakota, and we didn't have horses. We had almost every other animal, but if we couldn't eat it, Dad didn't want it, so I couldn't have the horses. <laughs> so the plastic ones were okay. So started out with uh, the Johnny West Marks horses and oh, worked wow. from there. Yeah, I had a couple of Marks horses when I was younger. I never did, but I had friends I had, who had them, and I was jealous because they were jointed. Well, I had the ones that weren't jointed. I had the really mm -hmm. big, the earlier ones. I had the Palomino, and then I, I had the jointed ones that were Scout and Silver. Which, I have those yet. Yeah. Um. So you kind of said a little bit about your hobby, but do you? Is there any more you want to talk about? Like Alita, you didn't really go into how you got into the hobby. I just like Stephanie said, kind of born with a horse in my hands. I mm -hmm. mean. It's, <laughs> I've still got my first horses from when I was three years old, little plastic guys. And then I got my first briar and thought he was pretty cool. It was a family stallion in Gray Appaloosa. About a year later, somebody bought me the same one in Glossy Palomino. And that was oh, the yeah. moment for me. That's, that's <laughs> the moment in my life. I always remember, oh, my God, she, they make them in more than one color. Right. <laughs> she, got her, she got her Palomino family Arab stallion and was like, I yes. know my destiny. <laughs> that's right. Now there are 32 family stallions here and growing. So, yeah, including two that used to belong to Janice, which are really special to me. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. How did you find the hobby proper, though? Was it just about horses? Did you have people on a Usenet or local shows? Or how did that happen? Oh, gosh, like, because you're a prior dealer local. now, so. <laughs> <laughs> I am now, but when I was growing up, there was nothing local. I'm in the woods of Maine, like, quite literally. Um, my only neighbors growing up were all relatives. I probably shouldn't <laughs> admit that. Um, but that was, that was it. You know, we, we didn't even really have a proper town. Our road wasn't even on the map for the town until I was 18. Um, so there was nothing, but there was model horse sales pages back in the day when it was a printed uh, sales list and it would be mailed out to you. Mm. And one day I was about 13 or 14 and I came across the pen pal section and lo and behold, there was somebody in the pen pal list from one town away from me, oh, which wow. was oh amazing gosh. because that's national and it wasn't a very big pen pal list. And yet there she was. So um, got to meet her. I, again, I was a teenager. She was in her fifties or so, and we hit it right off and been great friends ever since. She helped me get started with the, with my business. And, and uh, so that was my introduction to the hobby. She was also a, a model horse show judge so she judged who was the it? first horse show i went to uh it was june hill she okay. doesn't do a whole lot in the hobby no. anymore but um but she was big into it in new england back in the day and great fun had some customs that i bought from mm. her you know so she's really yeah. responsible for all of this my husband has a title for her he calls her chief instigator of triple mountain <laughs> 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 she causes all the trouble around here <laughs> <laughs> Steffi, how did you find the actual hobby hobby? Like um, brochures in the Walmart boxes of the Mustangs when I actually convinced my parents to let me get JH when it was a monthly thing. Nice. Oh my gosh. And nice. then when it wasn't a monthly thing anymore, I wasn't able to get the horses since they stopped selling them at Walmart. And then I actually found Alita's site, and that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm your chief instigator. Good, I'm glad to have you more. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for, like, one of my favorite things is, like, the Black Stallion. 
So, you know, I had to have that perfect black Arabian. And then at the time, Alita had the Peter Stone castle. And I was oh. like, okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a few from the tax shops, but then it's like, once I really, like, once I found her site, that was done. That was it. The shelves <laughs> filled up. <laughs> I actually met Castle at the Washington International Horse Show. They brought, now, I don't know if it was actually him or if it was a stand-in. And if it was him, he was drugged up nine ways to Christmas because he looked <laughs> like he was half asleep. But but they had him in this little uh, stall holding area and they just milled kids through to take pictures of oh, him man. like he was Santa Claus. <laughs> he was. <laughs> but I was just like, oh. you know, this was probably a year or two after Black Stallion came out. That's how yeah. old I am. That was a good movie. (laughs) Agree. (laughs) And I have every single book. (laughs) I loved those books so much. Oh my gosh. I've thought about as a lark rereading them just to see how they hold up. They're rough. Are they? Did you do (laughs) it? A little bit. (laughs) I went back and read because I don't, I never had all of them. I read more of them than I actually owned. And, um, they got weird towards the end. Oh, like, it was weird towards the end when I was a kid. Were. I was like, what is going? Is, is Walter on drugs? <laughs> he might have been. Stevens are worse. Stevens are really like, weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I haven't. There's one book of Stevens that I don't have. But then when it's like, I don't even remember why they flew him over to Ireland and suddenly there's Kelpies and I'm just like, huh? What? <laughs> when did this, this become oh, oh, wow. fantasy? Okay, so- I tapped out with the Black Stallion's ghost because that got like yeah you know, yeah odd and I was it like was oh, I think I'm done. Which yeah. who was it that wrote Candlelight? Because that was great. Was it Gene Slaughter Dottie? Yes. Because I thought that was a great ghost story book. I actually for some didn't reason read. I thought Farley's was super weird. <laughs> it, 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 it was. was <laughs> it, it, it was a little disjointed. Like I wasn't clear on what was going on. Honestly, my favorite horse ghost stories was probably either be Freedom or the Animal Arc Haunted series. That mm. was pretty good. It was better than the like the regular ones. They were a little longer. I think I've read those. Yeah, yeah I got. I went. I like. I went. I like went off the cliff with Stephen King. Oh yeah, so did <laughs> I. Yeah. And I was like, if it doesn't scare the crap out of me, I don't want to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Steph M, tell us how you got into the hobby. Like, the hobby hobby. The actual hobby is actually through Janice. Oh, nice. um, In 2001, um, I happened upon her site. um, Didn't realize that she had just got it started. And, um, like Steph was saying, um, contacted her, sent her some pictures. And she had started up um, the Briar Model Horse Registry, which was an online photo show that she had that you would register your horses for like a penny a piece, and it would go towards prizes and stuff. And I helped start helping her with that. And from there, so I've managed started to manage the horse club for the photo shows, and then she started doing more with uh, the Briar Identify site, and just went from there. Mm. You got dragged along, huh? So for those of uh, those of our lit- listeners that don't know, um, the Janice we're referring to is Janice Cox. Um, she passed away a couple of years ago. She started Identify Your Briar. Um, can you guys talk about her a little bit? Um, just share like who she was as a person and why she wanted to start 
ID, uh, IDBY? Yeah, I, I can do a little bit about it. Nobody has a lot of information. Janice was very private. Sure. Um, she liked it that way. And I think that until just before she passed away, most people wouldn't know who owned IDYV. It had been there for 20 years. We all used it. We all loved it. But she loved being behind the scenes and she didn't like being, you know, in front of the camera, so to speak. So uh, she would disappear sometimes and things wouldn't get updated. Nobody would know why. Um, then it would turn out that she'd been sick or whatever and she'd come back and get everything updated. She was a freaking powerhouse when she was well mm -hmm. and just would she just she said she did 40 hours a week on the website and that was in addition oh to, to working her regular job Good Lord. so it was yeah it really was a labor of love and, and she'd spend all day and both days on the weekends just working on it um beyond that beyond idyb she loved cats and she was very active with um, the animal shelters in california and she had several adopted kitties um, who would live hopefully in peace with her, her model horses most of the time <laughs> because <laughs> I'm sure. I don't yeah. have cats, but Steph V does. I know I think both the Stephs do and, and I can't imagine the challenges there. Um, see see these glass she, cases back here? Ah, yes. Very cats. smart. <laughs> <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> um, and thankfully so I've gotten most of my cats trained. Yeah, my, my cats are shockingly There's trained. There's no training, know. Rusty. No, <laughs> he's a force of nature. They just get very curious when I'm actually doing something. They're like, why don't we be the center of attention? Oh, if if Jackie's youngest cat was in the room right now, she would be on top of her head and in yeah. the microphone and it would be crazy. Too cute. Hey, yeah, Steph I'm, M, do you have anything to add? Like uh, Lita said, she is usually pretty private. Um. At one point, I did have access to the site, and I would help update some things while she was unable to. But then we had a server crash, and I lost my access to the site, and we never got it back. So she started doing just that part of it. Um, but, um, like uh, Leah said, she spent so much time working on that. And she coded everything herself the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> hours yeah, just I can to, tell. Um, just yeah, everything is handmade. There, there was no Wix. There was no GoDaddy back then. Oh no, no. She built every line of I've, it. I've looked at the code. I, I know that she's <laughs> doing it, doing it with tables and old school HTML. Yeah. yeah. So how did how did you guys get involved with? Um, uh, I I know Janice's death was very unexpected, um, and I know there was a lot of churn around what was going to happen with the database. Um, so how did you guys get involved with picking it up from from her um without well, going, was, being too morbid or anything like no no not at all no i think um we all wanted to be very respectful to janice and to her memory um and so everybody went very carefully about the whole process um i was connected with a friend of hers that lived out near her uh and she kind of acted as a liaison between us and um, Janice's family. And of course they had a lot to deal with in the beginning. So it, it was a slow sure. process, but when they were able to get things settled enough, um, they said they wanted us to take it over because they could tell we wanted to, you know, respect Janice and, and keep this as her legacy and not do anything too crazy with it. Um, it, it still took a long time because Janice didn't have her passwords written down for anything. So there was oh, no gosh. access available. 
to any of the sites and all the sites she has identified your briar identifier collecta um, and she also identified your hagen Reniker. and all three of them were hosted at different hosts oh and they had different email accounts for everything and it was there was a lot to just trying to gather up and get access to so that took us a good part of probably six months just yeah. to be able to get logged in um, yeah. and you know, so there was a period of time where things weren't being updated and people were getting nervous and some people tried making their own sites. Um, we had a couple of copyright issues we had to deal with once we took over because someone had fully copied the entire IDYB and republished it under their own name. Oh, so that was a problem. Yeah, that one was problematic. Um, but other than that, everybody was was patient. And once we did have access, we could let them know, hey, we're going to start working on things. Please be patient with us. We're we're learning this as we go, too. Um, but it's been nice. I think all of us would agree that it's, it is a lot of work, um, but it's a huge labor of love because we know how much we owe to her as a community in the hobby. And it's really sure. nice to be able to say that we're doing this for her as well as for everybody in the hobby. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I think. Oh, go ahead, Steph. Sorry. I should mention that we never did get the passwords for any of the IDYB social media accounts. That's so true. Those are yeah. very... Those are yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we may have to yeah, start I... something new. But, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know if social media has, has figured out how you deal with anything digitized, How what happens with the rights and the, you know stuff if when someone passes away you can't really will it to anybody you know what i mean right um i think it, it's great that you guys took over i think it's I, it's great that there are three of you um as opposed to one person you know kind of killing themselves over it um Absolutely. this the site's really big um mm. you know how much info do you how much info is there how much do you update like just the briar site how much do you update um, and how much do you add a month? Like, I know you're constantly adding stuff from Briar. Honestly, I try to keep track, but it mostly kind of goes with the biggest ads is usually around New Year's and mm-hmm. after Briarfest. And then right now when Tractor Supply and Briar decides to reset everything at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fighting with stablemates. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot of, and it's like, you know, like Alita said, we all have jobs too. So, right. It's like whenever we get spare time in our lives to jump on it. And then we try, try and do as much as we can in one sitting, you know, like really power through it. And then everybody catches me when I make typos. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Girl, right now, it, it, she she should really get credit because right now there's still coding involved to add things. Um, it's right. not really plug and play yet. So that's what Steph M is working on. But right now, Steph V is doing a ton of work that hopefully we won't have to do in the future. But right now, it, it is no easy feat to add a listing. I'm not allowed. I am barred from touching anything that has to do with code. <laughs> well, I've been putting yeah. the the um, entries in for 2023 and they're put in in as individual pieces and we're at at about 300 individual pieces for briar so that's the stable maze and mini witties the traditionals with the sets so for each individual model we're at about 300 right now for this year wow i didn't realize that 
fryer push it out a lot. Yeah. I mean, I went, I made the mistake one time of just going through one year of my purchases from Briar. <laughs> uh, just in my customer history. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I part of my part of my uh, set of, of databases is I have a I have one for every year of what I've purchased. It's not just Briar, but I don't add up the number at the right, end. That, but I, mean, I record that's the it. Thing, like... <laughs> Don't 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 add that up. Don't add the numbers. Just, you can just I don't think any of us try. want to. Freaking no, house just... payment. <laughs> Freaking house. Freaking house payment. Yeah. The other thing too, it's like a lot. A lot of what people are usually supposed to do is they work on one like um, Dreamweaver or something like that, and like a site for the site, and then they upload the files onto the cloud. Right. But, I also work from three different computers, so I can't do oh that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes it depends where I am. It's like if I'm at home, I work on my desktop. If I'm traveling, I have my laptop. And then sometimes when I'm really sick of work, I do it at work. We won't tell. Yeah. <laughs> fine, it's fine. Back end that we're working on is going to help alleviate that because you can work from any computer anywhere. Yeah. Be able mm -hmm. to do the updates and stuff. Yeah, the old school way was to to you know have your site set up on your computer and then mm -hmm. FTP it up, and you would have a mirror. But I mean, that's super out of yeah, date. Yeah, I did that. Way, yeah, you know, yeah, I did ago. that too. <laughs> My graphics program was very very out of date, so I had to learn <laughs> everything. So the way Janice did it. So before I learned how to code, my first the first WYSIWYG I used was that my I can't even remember Microsoft's WYSIWYG web builder but it was all notepad no it wasn't notepad it was an actual it was their version of dreamweaver they were trying to oh my. front page it was terrible I, I got a copy from janice so i could help her with her site <laughs> <laughs> no wonder um walk us through how so how do you gather um submissions and post right so Tell us about getting a submission from uh, Briar releases or collector releases versus somebody coming to you and saying, hey, I got this one of a kind. Ugh. Chaos. <laughs> Fair. So we don't actually have a list or anything that Briar sends us. It's just kind of yeah. like, hey, this popped up or mm. I actually went to Briar Fest this year like, and actually right. saw the stuff in the tent. So it was like, cool. Otherwise, the year before that, it was, I was basically telling people, hey, go in the collector tent, see what's there, tell me. <laughs> and then I get, <laughs> I get a lot of, there's a lot of people that like to come and say, hey, I have this one of a kind or a variation. And it's just kind of like, okay, I forward them to Alita because she's the <laughs> right. expert. <laughs> and then it's, <laughs> she sees all the ponies all the time. <laughs> so then we usually kind of like, discuss it and then like see like they need to have provenance like where sure. the horse come from can you like if it came from marnie's collection or if you just picked it up in a thrift store or yeah and otherwise i actively look around through facebook i am the rare model horse sales i look through that page a lot and if i see someone that's willing to send the photos then i get photos for it which is awesome and then i have an awesome network of discord people 
that are willing to go run around to Five Below and Dollar General and find those little horses that came out <laughs> that they don't post on their site. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And then they also send me pictures from Tractor Supply. And, you know, like, as weird as it sounds, the Collector Club horses actually get a lot more submissions than actual regular run-of-the-mill horses. I'll be lucky if I get even one submission for the regular run horses. I bet, because they think you have that. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And it's actually the thing I get the least submissions for. <laughs> As a retailer, I can send pictures, I can take pictures of inbox models, but I'm not unboxing them generally unless I'm buying them for my own collection. So right. usually when we start off with all we have are the promo photos and the inbox models. So yeah, we, we definitely mm. want nice, clean, uh, solid background uh, pictures for regular runs too. That's kind of an important thing I'd love for people to know more about is, is when you take the pictures, please remember we're a reference site, not an artistic gallery. So we're going to be um, giving precedence to pictures that have white, black, or gray solid backgrounds. Sure. So that they show the color of the horse best. If you put a blue background or a green background, it can really change the color with the digital camera of the horse. And that makes it hard for people to identify it. So that's what we're yeah. going to be encouraging. So um, I have one horse that I sent to Janice that made it on the site. Jackie and nice. I went to the New York Horse Show, and we got a really rare Vallegro. Oh, it was a yeah, prototype yeah. Vallegro, so I took pictures of it and sent it to Janice. Nice. Said, Look what I got. And she posted it. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> cool. So um, let's talk about what you guys are working on behind the scenes. Um, I know Stephanie's doing everything old school right now. Uh, what side improvements are you working on to make things easier on you guys? Right now we're working on a, a backend where we can all access it from any computer so we can input into a database. And if once we get everything in a database, we'll be able to do um, a lot more detailed search instead of just doing a Google search and hope it shows up on the on the one that's on the site right now. Right. And um, once we're done with that, we're going to recode most of the pages so that they're more user friendly and mobile friendly. Because right now those tables are just a yeah. beast to see on the phone. Mm -hmm. So we're um, going to make it more mobile friendly. We have a couple pages that are um, that I have running off a database right now as I'm inputting stuff, and that's the new for 2023 and 24, and the Briarfest 2023 are currently running off the database and are looking more what we're going to have for the um, for the new programming. What are you guys using? Are you using PHP? Yep, um, PHP, um, some jQuery and JavaScript. Yep. So, so how is that going to transform? This going to make it easier on you. How is that going to transform the front end for people? Is that something you can see right now on the Briarfest 2023 page? Um. In a basic form. So it'll show um, what the new layout is, how it's going to, um, because each uh, model, even if it's in a set or a variation, is going to be an individual entry. So it'll pop up in its own little box with some basic information. And eventually um, we want it. So when you click on that, it'll go to that model's information page. And it'll give you all the, the details in it, and a little more in-depth, other pictures, not just the one will be top, bottom, front, back, or whatever we wind up deciding on. Um, boxing, packaging, any variations. Ooh, I see. That's going to be a lot that of fun. That was really good. Yeah. 
you should be able to do a search for the whole site, not just on the page. Right. Or, or like I said, with the Google things, that you plug in the name, but you get all the Google stuff plus 20 pages of something that might have what you want. Right. And is that going to like cross-reference everything once you get it all up and running? Like, like you have Bravoor 54, but that'll all the trickaners, if you hit the trickaner mold, that'll all come out and show all of them under that search. Yep. If you, if you put up um, the breed name, it should come up with anything that's, that's listed that has that breed in, in the description, if it's listed that way. Um, right now, because Briar doesn't really have breeds for a lot of them, they'll just say, uh, just like the, the model name says Bravor, but it doesn't necessarily say Trackner in there. So we may have to add that when I do a search for breed, but you can have um, Bravor in there and anything with Bravor will show up, which would be the auction pieces from the Briar Fest, um, mm-hmm. the glossies, the mats, any special releases of it. Well, I was also referring to the mold, like the Tricaner mold, like if it has oh, the mold, yeah, yeah, like if you you hit the Tricaner thing, you know, which was its original name before they mm-hmm. they flipped back and forth. They like started out with just breed names, and then they flipped over to have everything having a proper name, and now they're going back to have having a breed name again. So it's I guess yeah, that it'll that be certain by any and all of those because they'll have um, we have an as known also known as. Uh, part in the database where we'll put all the other names that it's also known as. So when you do a search for it, it'll come up regardless if you call it Trackner or if you call it uh, the Bravor or like the Gypsy Vanner. It's right. going to be uh, um, Bagdia or yeah. Brishan, Laredo. It'll come up with that search. You, you put one in, it should come up with all of them. So besides that, what other features are you thinking about adding? Good question. I'm still working on the, the back end right now. I haven't gotten too far. <laughs> she's an absolute magician with code. Everyone should know. <laughs> the, the thing she's been able to make this site do and jump through hoops is just amazing. I'm constantly writing back an email. You did what? Because <laughs> I wouldn't have even thought of, let alone know how to make them work. It's amazing. Um, do you want to talk about traffic on the site and uh, future plans for advertising? Like, I know it's the most popular site. There are a couple other Briar reference sites out there, but you know, I, you know, I identify your Briars, the premier one. So, so what do you guys know how much traffic you get on a weekly or daily basis? Well, Stephanie pulled out a pretty interesting report that was like, oh wow, found it last night. Yeah, we're averaging around 2,800 visitors per day right now. This is in the last couple of weeks. We just, you know, wow. we're just looking at October. Um, but yeah, about 2,800 visitors a day. Um, and just since the beginning of October, there have been 3.6 million hits. Uh, oh, my God. Dang, y'all. Isn't that amazing? Oh, it really cow. puts it in perspective. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's some server space right there. <laughs> that is, and that's where the bulk of our cost comes from. Um yeah, and, and you, you mentioned advertising. Um, that is something that we're considering and we're probably going to do in the future. And that's because, as you mentioned, it's a massive, massive website. Um, when we first took it over, we moved it to the host that hosts my business's website because I figured my business has got, it's huge. We've got 8,000 listings anytime. So they've got to be able to handle that. They kicked us off from there because it was slowing uh-huh. down their server. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was up. I was driving back from Florida, 
And then I, all of a sudden, my messages are going crazy. And everyone's like, what's wrong with the site? What's wrong with the site? What's wrong with the site? And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, they, and it was, I think it was the week before Briarfest that first year. They shut us down because they had never seen so many hits on a website. And it was literally dragging down all their other customers' websites. So we had to scramble and find a new host that could handle it. And we did. They're wonderful. Um, and they can handle anything we throw at them. But it is running around $100 a month just for hosting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're all volunteers. We don't get paid to do this. Um, and there that. is no other income source. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> There's no other income source I mean, that's here. Why we, so. Yeah, that's why we started the Patreon. Because, you know, we yeah. we pay for the podcast publishing for the the feed and everything and we pay for the website and we pay you know we get the added expense that you know right, right. most people don't understand don't, that it's not free to, to make these things right we don't expect <laughs> to get paid but we'd at least like to right. cover our expenses and that's what we're hoping is right now we are paying out of pocket and you know that's fine it is a labor of love but it, it sometimes that's kind of tight you know to, to make those yeah. payments and that's just for the regular hosting. There's going to be other additional costs as we go along. Um, so what we're, Janice used to do, because she also had to pay for it out of pocket, she used to run um, Amazon ads. You will have remembered on the, on the bottom of the site. Mm -hmm, and sometimes right. in the middle, there'd be a banner with Am just general Amazon ads, whatever they felt like throwing up there. Um, and we tried that for a while. But one, it really doesn't make any money. And uh, two, we didn't feel it, it was really relevant to most of our users right. or anything that they want to see. It was kind of intrusive. Um, so we were pulling those down. And instead, um, one of the things that Steph M is going to be coding in in the future um, is a way that we can post advertising for hobby businesses. So we don't have much information on that yet, but if anyone's interested, just kind of stay tuned um, <laughs> or, or email us at some point and we'll, we'll just advertise. keep you on the list for information. <laughs> great, great. We'd love that. We would love that um, because we think that that would actually be stuff that users want to see. And it would really, it should have a good return on investment for advertisers because you are the kind of business that users want to see. Well, that's, you so know, that's why I asked about traffic. Those are huge numbers. So mm -hmm. people, they are. Yeah, those are impressive mm -hmm. numbers for people to get seen. Yeah. We've, we've kind of, as a test, we run my logo on, on a couple of pages. And that has had 2,900 hits this month. So in the last two weeks. Good wow. lord. So, good lord, girl. I mean, that, so that should be really good for other people to do yeah. too. So we're hoping we'll get, you know, folks like you folks and, you know, customizers, anybody that's doing a show that wants to advertise it, we'll have, you know, we're working on that, but it's a little way out in the future still. Hmm. Yeah. And then we keep finding pages that are like, oh, wait, this is this, this is this. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's oh, so I'm many sure. pages. I'm sure. And it's like, <laughs> I was looking through the other day going through, <laughs> there, I found like a showing page. And then I realized, okay, every single link is out of date. So like going through, <laughs> finding all the new links. Okay, this one doesn't exist anymore. Take that out. Okay, this one was replaced by this. Put that there. And then like throwing it actually in the navigation bar so someone can actually find it. Yeah. Oh and the next thing you yeah. know, eight hours have gone by. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially you. when I go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Site so like I got into the NAMSA site because I was going to overhaul it and it was too much for me. It was just oh, such gosh. a mess in there. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, great credit to these two who've been able to yeah. code things. I mean, like I said, I'm not allowed to touch it, 
Uh, once the, once the editing modules are PR, up, it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I pay the bills and yeah, I answer the questions when I can. Um, but once the, when Steph M gets the modules made up, which is what she's calling the new forms, it'll be literally, there'll be a form and I can input things. Um, and my plan so that I, I feel like right now I'm not really doing anything except playing cheerleader for them. Mm -hmm. um, but hopefully once this is up, I'm going to jump in and start doing my share by going through every single page of all the releases and updating them with way more detailed descriptions right. so that we'll have a ton of keywords in there, um, including any accessories they come with. So if you have, let's say, a riding crop and you don't know which set it came with, you'll be able to search on that and see all the sets that it might have come with. So you'll see all the sets that came with riding crops or all the stablemate sets that had a tack trunk. Um, and you'll be able to look it up that way because I just went through a huge carton of stablemate accessories and it was a bit of a nightmare. So that's high on my list of things to get in there to help people put sets it's back really, together. I mean, when that's things. wild, though. You know, almost 75 mm. years of, of horses and ephemera and programs mm. and different releases. And, and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And none of them documented. And Briar still isn't really documenting. And they do not offer any help to us whatsoever. We've approached them many times. Janice had in the past. And they just have no interest in in giving out like production quantities or even dates on old stuff. If they even knew it, most of them, the people aren't there anymore that would have known the older yeah. things. Yeah. But even right now with web specials, um, we, we just don't have the information. So we kind of have to piece it together through collectors and things that we've heard and try to verify it as we go. Uh, tell us about the other databases. I know that... Um... Janice had a Hagen Renneker database and she started a collected database. Is that right? Yes, she did. And you guys are also have a WIA database. Yeah. So yep. talk about that a little bit. So the collected database, we get Janice actually got a newsletter from Collecta when they had the releases because Briar is. A lot of people think for some reason that Briar owns Collecta, but they don't. They are just a distributor. So they don't get every single model that comes out. They only get pick and choose what they get. Sometimes they'll retire a certain model, but in reality, it's still available everywhere else in the world. And so they don't often have things that really retire. So most of the stuff is really ongoing all the time. And the horses get reused color-wise, but a lot of the animals, like the dinosaurs, don't. Hmm. It's rare that they reuse the dinosaurs. And that page took me two weeks to redo. So it's like, instead of trying, like, we're trying to reduce the amount of, because WIA and Collecta are on a different hosting service from right. Identify Your Briar. So and we try to reduce, like trying to reduce and keep everything to one page is what my aim was on Collecta with keeping the horses each have their own page because the, those molds are constantly being reused. And they get some pretty nice ones that come out too now. They're improving quite a bit. Right. But it's like a lot of people don't actually know there's more available than just what comes from Briar. Hmm. And they are actually cropping up a fair bit amount in shows. So 
it's something that we like to keep updated, but nicely enough, they only update once a year. <laughs> so all the releases are at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and as for WA, that was a little bit of a, so I guess you could say like a passion project edition because I saw the WIA models through Alita. She instigates everything. I'm telling you. <laughs> Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't know. I just pronounce it like that because, the you know, the way you teach I just call it WIA because right? it, it's phonetic for me, but I don't know if that's what <laughs> they call themselves, right? They're German. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then she put me in touch with Nicolette and then it was kind of like okay this is not something that i can do myself this is something we need to really onboard might as well add it to everything and go from there and nicolette has actually been super helpful with giving me run numbers and so forth and histories behind the pieces when she remembers and isn't too busy (laughs) and she's got a lot of interesting pieces that don't see the light of day nice (laughs) which is something i've been trying to be like she's like okay this would be really neat to post but then a lot of the special stuff she uses just to show prizes so like oh that's cool i don't know if you guys have seen the gustav there's a glossy version of him oh my lord really yes but he's only ever been used as a show prize in europe he has not made his way over to Canada unless somebody sold him in or in America and whatever. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like I'm still waiting on pictures of him. I've seen a couple wow. of them, but she's teasing me on that. <laughs> Wait. She is the first uh, manufacturer who has actively collaborated with us, though, in helping get that information out. And she really is the one who initiated it. She asked if we would create an Identify Your WIA site because she wanted right from the ground level when the first releases were out, it was actually the second round, but right from the beginning to be able to keep track of that and let collectors keep track of that. So I love that she's being proactive like that. I think it's going to be very helpful to people in the future because her brand is getting really popular right now. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. the other fun thing too, is she does a lot of collaboration with different artists. Like Mm -hmm. she had Morgan Kilburn sculpt Aaron but Aaron was actually a piece with a German artist whose work I had actually seen before on DeviantArt. And then I was like, oh, nice. oh this is really cool. <laughs> like, she actually took someone local and brought their things to life. And so that one, as we've seen, he, then she worked with Jake Heaps to change him into the baddie boy, as I like to call him. <laughs> You're scary, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I know they did one for Hurrah Studios. Yeah, yes. yeah, they did the Arabians, which and the looking really nice. And the, that's right, the Marwaris she did too. Yeah. Yep, and lots of personality. Oh yes, yeah. She showed me a colorway that I don't know if she was supposed to show me, but I'm <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> always nice when you get that sneaky peek. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and she did do the clearwares, but there was a lot of issues with the production of the clearwares. Like she sent me a box picture where she had like a hundred Vincenzos in a box and they were all broken. 
Oh, no. Uh, but it's like, <laughs> so she's had a lot of issues trying to build up their production production with that. But then now it's like, that's one of the reasons why a lot of the pieces were limited while they get things going and into the works. And, but she's, everybody treasure your clear wares because there's no more clear wares. Oh, the, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, so she's had too many issues. So now whatever clear wares she makes are personal pieces, prizes, or tests, or gifts. Like, That's too bad. They're very pretty. Yes, they, they are. I have a clear wear of Vincenzo. Mm-hmm. I will treasure him yeah there's, there's a blue <laughs> and, a, and a pink yeah, i've noticed like one. anybody that's tried to to go up against briar that has been the number one issue with their stuff is production problems right yes like copper fox i have copper foxes that just sit on my shelves and their paint is just falling off just yeah same off. here yes you know yeah, like you really um, struggled with that yeah and and it's 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 you know the plastic was weird and different and you know, I think, you know, only because Peter Stone was Briar before Briar was Briar, you know, yeah. you had to pick the lock on that. But yeah, you know, like, I think it's really difficult to, to, yeah, to start and up she's, from scratch. She's constantly changing like the plastic stuff to try and find a better one, try to do this. She's always changing the packing. Like if we send her feedback, like this didn't work well for this. And she's like, okay, how can I make this better? Mm hmm. And yes, I'll agree with that. She's a collector first, which is a huge help. She knows what we all want um, and what we expect from things. So she is definitely listening and doing things. And I have to say her dapples on those that scale mm-hmm. of models, they will rival anybody's. Some of the dapples I've seen from there are gorgeous. My, my Lancelot won champion at, at Toronto Live, so I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like it's how do i say it? like i don't know she teases me with too many things my brain just explodes so she's like <laughs> like i don't know if when everybody looks on the site they'll see that the pinto barack that she just released he's a limited mm-hmm. and they had issues with him so originally she wanted to do a stitch mapping which didn't pan out, so he had to go back to the factory and yada, yada. So, but she doesn't want to keep them all limited. She wants to do open. So the black Frisian is an open piece that will be orderable until, I guess, the mold breaks. Mm. So she's trying different things, which is neat. And she told me she is recently investing into 3D printers and she wants to print everything. Mm. I don't know how that's gonna go, but yeah, that's gonna be interesting because yeah, that will be oh, interesting. Yeah. It's because it's been interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. Been, yes. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. if that technology is ready. I'm not. I'm sure. not sure that technology is ready for prime time yet. Uh, you I, know, I agree no. with that. Well, yeah. at least for this this application of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. for sure. I was speaking. You know, in yeah. this narrow. Um, I think that it tends to be. Um, it has two issues. It tends to be too fragile, and uh, especially in the smaller scales, on top of being too fragile, it's too light, so it gets away from you really easily. And when it does, it breaks. So, oh yep, yep. Um, I do, uh, I do have high hopes for it though in the future. I think that you know, it, it the demand is too high for someone not to master that problem at some point. Oh yeah, for sure, and. Yeah, she did tell me that I can say 
the Christmas releases are all going to be colored. Nice. Mm. So since there's no clear wares, they're all going to be colored. And the only other thing I can say is you're going to love them. One, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the future one of the future releases is not a horse. Oh, okay. Wow. So you guys can wonder about that. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I think he's almost ready. Cool. So there are benefits to running a database. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe <laughs> inside track, especially if you're getting cooperation from the manufacturer. Oh, she's like she's teased me so much. She's like, oh, I'm sending this to this person, this this person. I'm just like, okay, you are teasing me way too much. Then she tells me, she shows me this bin at Briarfest. She's like, guess what's in the bin? I'm like, yeah. oh no, we're not playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes and takes it over to Morgan for painting and I'm just like that's going to be fun. <laughs> Morgan is a wizard. Yes. <laughs> All right, um let's wrap this up. We have enjoyed talking to you so much. Um Alita, is there any closing thoughts as the lead of these hooligans about uh <laughs> about ID uh your briar and uh where it's headed in the future and uh what are your hopes for it? Well, first of all, I, I wouldn't say I'm the lead at all. We, we formed a legal partnership, so all three of us are equal partners. Mm-hmm. We just each have our own specialty, and I may talk more than other people because that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Live in the woods, you don't talk to anybody else, so you get a chance to talk to people, you talk to them. <laughs> um, but I think that the future is really exciting for Identify Your Briar. There's so much new technology coming out, and with this group of curators, with each of us having our own specialty, we don't have to necessarily feel as overwhelmed as Janice did with it. Um, and we can lean on each other. And um, it's really fun to work with people that are across the country and in a different country and have such a great team together. Um, but like I said, when before we started recording, this is the first time we're on Zoom right now, for those who are listening and don't know. <laughs> this is the first time we've actually all seen each other and heard each other live nice. because we usually talk by email. So it's kind of... Yeah. A, been a year and a half of working together and this is the first time for that so um we are very excited i think with everything that's coming up and and i can't wait for you all to get to play with a new search feature and and have the new descriptions up that are so much more detailed i think it's going to help everybody out a lot nice we're excited you guys decided to take this on because it was a huge hobby resource that was sorely missed while it's gone it was gone you know and everybody was shocked when janice passed away so suddenly so it's it's um it's kudos to you guys for you know seeing it through and and taking it over because i know that's what she would have wanted she wouldn't have wanted her blood sweat and tears to go into it and then it just fade away i hope we can do it justice all right we thank you guys for coming on the show it was awesome Come back anytime. Uh, when you get some more stuff done, we'd love to talk to you about the improvements on the site. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with, um, what will we be back with? Instagram. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> Bears in Black. And hey, we're back with uh, Instagram in progress um we have a nice little collection of things we're starting off with sar studio with a little video of her adding hair to a little sleepy pony named uh berendry berendy 
Um, it's really kind of a cool process because she lays on, looks like probably some epoxy first and then goes in and it's like, oh, she lays a layer of epoxy over the sculpture that she's got. And then she goes in with a variety of different tools and carves in the hair and then smooths it out and then carves a little more in. And it's just, it's neat to watch because this is one of these like super hairy ponies. Um, that's like, you know, the 40 year old Shetland out in the field who has Cushing's and never sheds. Right. Um, but it's a really, and her hair texture is always right. fantastic. Um, so it's really cool to watch this being done. And we love it's a, a very process video. Very soothing video to watch. Too. Right. <laughs> like I've, I would I've watch watched it. I've been watching it for like the last 20 minutes in the background. <laughs> uh, Steingater Briars, we have a, um, we have, they were guests on the show. They were so fun. Uh, we have a trio of uh, Perlinos from Briar, which is a rare color. This Cremellos. This is Cremello Fellows. Technically Even Perlino. Though, the Lonesome Glory is Perlino. The other two are Cremello. Okay. Like they look at them and you can see them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So they're very similar looking and yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. So it's the Five yeah. Gator, the Lonesome Glory, and the Alstine. Yeah. Lovely color. I, I love this color when they do it. I love the Lonesome Glory. Oh. I have it in matte and I wish I could get it in glossy. Yeah. I have a matte Lonesome Glory too, but yeah, it's just mm, delicious. Yummy. Um, Snowdrift Studios. This is the view in her studio today, and I want to cry about it. Um, this I don't know which Burl Arabian this is, but um, he's a beautiful dapple gray. I don't know what else to say. He's I the sculpture is lovely. He's a very he's very very dapply. Yeah, got darker hindquarters. Um, uh, I just I want to say I wanna it's I want to say it's a zom, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But it's I want to bite this horse. He's really uh, uh, I, I like secretly it. hoping I get to see him in Toronto because I saw Pierre last year and holy oh, shit, those dapples are awesome. Yeah, oh my gosh. That Pierre was amazing. And she's just so sweet to talk to, too. It's like nice. she's awesome. Uh Nashua Creations, Bethany uh is throwing her throwing her horse on the floor, and when it comes back up, it's torn apart and done uh in CM and she, She's working with the epoxy to show you how she seems this animar. Mm. And then she cuts off his poor nose. Well, he didn't need it anymore. It's another process video. <laughs> it's 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 so interesting to see how these artists work, whether it's um original sculpture or painting or CMs. I am a sucker for a good process video. <laughs> That's good. And uh, uh if you look down uh from this link, you can see the finished product. Mm-hmm. oh that's nice shouldn't have looked um should have looked didn't look <laughs> shouldn't have done that uh next up little blue little blue healer this is uh cynthia bryant wyatt um looks like she's working on a crab apple it's crabby it's a crabby crabby patty. Um, we have a close-up of her face and uh crab apple if you're not familiar with it is the venti scale um jolie that is customized to be a very grumpy angry mare you do not want to get in front of this horse because she will absolutely or behind it or behind it she will absolutely bite you um but the expression on her face is perfect um i'm not sure what color it's it's, she's got chestnut with a lot of kind of roaning and ticking so i don't not sure if this is ultimately going to be an appaloosa or a heavily sabinoed or what's going 
going on, but I don't know either. Amazing. But we yeah, will see. is amazing. And I'm finally, we have Step Blaylock working on what she has dubbed her pumpkin pony. Mm-hmm. This is a Sarah Mink medallion that she is pastelling to a bright red chestnut. Um, Stephanie is really good about sharing her process with with uh, pastels, and um, she is the master of it. Um, and this is just a really cool horse. And you can see that when she's pastelling, not everything is super precise and wonderful. Oh, no. Like we always talk about the ugly part. Um, and not that this horse is ugly, but you can see, you know, it's not all cleaned up and wonderful like it will be when it's when it's done. Yeah. There's always a phase you go through where you're looking at the thing you're making and go, uh, this, this is a disaster and I don't know how I'm going to do it. And then <laughs> you just push forward and all of a sudden it starts to look like the thing it's supposed to look like. Right. And that's a very exciting moment. All right. It's time to close the show. Is it time to close the show? It's time to close the show. Oh my God. Uh, we can always use sponsors and shout outs and, and people that want their stuff on social media. We can provide, uh, Advertising rate and packages. And if you want to talk social media, email Jackie at maresblack.com. And yes. I'm info at maresblack.com. Yes. And my social media would mean like stuff we can share. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also find us, as you said, top show, Patreon, patreon.com slash maresblack, or search Model Course Podcast or Mares in Black. Uh, come join us uh, in our other 120 odd people on our discord and our zoom parties and in, you know, indulge in fun things like the calendar and swag and medallions and, and a micro and mini someday. <laughs> Eventually hobby work coming. days. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to mayors of black podcast on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon or any other fine podcast provider that's still out there. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch, in theory. Uh, we'll get the Twitch going. Yes, and a final thank you to Identify Your Briar, uh, Alita, Stephanie B, and Steph M. Thank you so much for coming on the show yes. and sharing your process and your history in the hobby. We appreciate thank you. Thank you. We love you. Big fans here of your show. Yay. Oh, thank you. Yay. <laughs> All right, we're going to take off because it's late and Jackie has to work tomorrow. Yeah, stupid job. <laughs> stupid job. Stupid I have to job. work too, but, but Ugh, it's job. mountain time here. So yeah. thanks, you guys, and bye, everybody. Bye. The Mares in Black podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi, written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.